I'm Tape Morimoto. Hi, this is Freya Anderson. Hi, my name is Luke Greenbank. I'm Kyle Chalmers. Hi, this is Sydney Pickram, and you're listening to the London Roar podcast. It was a terrific victory for the Roar at the weekend as they overcame very strong Cali Condors to notch their first win of ISL3. Welcome to the London Roar podcast. This is Steve from Poolboy, and my usual podcast companion Katie will be along soon as we chat to Marie Wattel and Luke Greenbank about a fantastic match. We'll also introduce two more raw recruits. So let's head to Naples and Katie and I will be back at the end to mop things up. So let's cross to Naples where we've got Luke Greenbank and uh, Marie Wattel with us. Uh, Luke, welcome back to the podcast. You obviously were here last year with us. Thank you very much. Et nous disons bienvenue au podcast, Marie Wattel. Bonjour, Marie. Bonjour. I'm afraid that is the limit of my French, so uh, there'll be no more French during this podcast. I'm sure French people will be delighted to hear. But um, Marie, if we look back to the match that's that's just gone, um, congratulations on a great win. It must be a good feeling to get that that first victory in, especially against a strong team like Cali. Yeah, I think we were super happy about it. Uh, I don't think we expected to win the match, but um, I think the team did really good uh, the first day and the second day. And um, yeah, feels good. And I think uh, we, we're just going to get better and better every match. So I think uh, I think it's a good sign for the future. And Luke, it, it, as Marie says, it must give you great confidence for the, for the next two matches coming up. You've got two regular season matches to go, but uh, must be feeling good about those now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the past two matches have gone really well, like Marie said, better than expected in the last one. But um, we want to build on from that. And I think we've put, in our, put ourselves in a really good position to do that. Marie, you had seven events in the first match and were, were able to go down to four, but plus the skins in the second match. Uh, you must be really pleased that the team had Emma and Freya joining this week to spread the load a little bit. Yeah, I was really happy because. Um, also, I didn't have I didn't have a lot of training under my belt coming for the for the first match, so I was a bit uh, stressed for this um, seven seven races. Uh, so I tried my best. wasn't the the best races I've I've done, but I was really happy Freya and Emma could join, and I think we've got um, Andy coming for a third match as well. So another freestyle girl. So I think. Um, the team is getting stronger and uh, hopefully it will help me to to be a little bit faster on my other races as well. And you're always up first with the 100 fly. Do you feel under pressure to give the team a good start with that? Um, yeah, I think I, I really want to do well just to um, yeah have a good start for the team. And uh, that's why I was a bit frustrated the second match. I think I don't think I did well, but hopefully, um, thankfully we had Emma who did amazing. So yeah, I think it's important to to start well the match. And um, I have this pressure, but I, I like it and I always want to do good for the team. So hopefully next match uh, I will do better. Luke, as Marie says, we know it's all about the team uh, and we know the ISL is about filling in for for the team in gaps and what have you. Obviously, we know you as a backstroker, but but this year we've seen you in lots more events even than, than last year. How have you found that? 
Yeah, it's been um, it's been really good actually. I've enjoyed swimming a little bit of IM, um, especially in that first match um, to come away with a few points. And um, yeah, it, it's something that I haven't really done since I was a junior. So to to be able to come out here and, and swim, not just for myself but for the team and get some good results, I'm I'm really happy. Um, and if they need me to fill in in, a, in any other events, then I'm happy to do that. And we asked Duncan about this last week, Luke, but was there a plan for you to go for the midway points in the 400am or is that just kind of the way that your strengths play out? Um, I was very aware of, of the fact that there was an opportunity to pick up points in at that first 200 mark. But even if there wasn't, I think that's the way I have to swim it just because it is where my strengths lie. Um, and I, I think that's how I used to swim it as a junior, just try and hold on for the last 200. But um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's a rule that's kind of worked in our favour. Maybe not in the last match because we we both got jackpotted because um, we were swimming against the likes of Sato. But um, certainly in that first match, it, it definitely worked in our favour. And uh, by our by our reckoning, it was something like a, a seventeen second personal best in the four hundred AM in week one. Is is that yeah. right? I th- yeah. So I've heard. Um, I think it might I might have found that out from your Twitter feed actually. But um, <laughs> yeah, I never thought I'd be. Um, at this age, saying I would get I would get a seventeen second PB, so I'm I'm chuffed with that. Got to be good, but was it hard? I mean, you had you had the uh, the hundred IM earlier in the session as well, which is obviously the other end of the medley spectrum. So, uh, were you feeling that in that four hundred IM? Yeah, I mean, um, again, it's not really an event that I usually swim, so I don't really have much of a race plan. Um, but yeah, certainly towards the end of this weekend, I was a little bit more fatigued than I was after the first weekend. But I think. Just this week, I have the opportunity to rest up, and I think the whole team has the opportunity to just rest up and kind of reset. Um, and going into the next match, I think we'll be in an even better place. And one for Marie, I guess, talking about about events we don't normally see. How do you feel about the skins? Like, obviously, we love watching it, and it's really, really exciting. But um, is it something that you look forward to, or is it absolute dread? No, yeah, really looking uh, to do skins. I was really excited. I had the opportunity to do it um, last match, but um, unfortunately, I didn't. Uh, I think I finished sixth um, on the 50 fly. So it's frustrating because I think with um, with maybe more training, I would be able to to do more. Uh, maybe pass for second uh, for the second round and may- maybe do the, the third round as well. So hopefully I will have more opportunities in the future, and um, I really want to do well at skins. But um, of course, we I can only do fly. Uh, I can't really do backstroke, breaststroke, and uh, we've got amazing freestylers as well. So um, I mean, we will see in the in the next matches uh, if I get another opportunity. But I will try to get better. And I think uh, the more you do skins, the more you you learn and you get better as well. So we will see. Is there any, I mean, did you have any tactics or is it literally just flat out 100% from the start? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a specialist. Uh, last time I just wanted to do it max um, because I knew um, my, my, because I did the 50 plus just before it wasn't amazing. So I was like, I just have to do it max. Um, I guess if you're like a faster swimmer, you can kind of try to, relax a little bit uh, for the first 50 but um, right now I think I, I would just do it max and try to do another one max and then we will see what happens. 
So as Katie said, we love watching it. It's very exciting and everything gets very close. I wanted to ask both of you, um, the, the match was very tight heading into those skins. Um, and, you know, watching from the, from the bench, from the side of the pool, were, were you worried about the, the match result? Uh, no, Kelsey Dahlia won the, the, the women's 50 fly skins and Justin Rest was in for Cali in the men's freestyle skins, having won the individual 50. You know, were, was there a lot of tension on the bench that, that maybe it might slip away? Um, I, I think we're obviously very aware of it going into the men's skins. Um, obviously, Cali have a very strong team. So to once we, my first reaction was looking to see if Katsumi got through the first round, which he did. So I was like cheering for that. And then I looked again and saw that the two Cali, Cali guys hadn't made it through. So after that, we were all just going absolutely nuts. And um, I mean, the atmosphere in that box on those skins is just absolutely incredible. Um, and when we get the results like we have over the past two two weeks um yeah we're all jumping up and down and shouting and it's just a great place to be now, i've just uh wanted to say like katsumi really did amazing i think it was his first time he was doing the skins and he really did amazing and i think he surprised a lot a lot all of us well i'll be honest he, he surprised us as well i mean and there were a lot of people in i've seen you know in in the comments around around the place on the internet who who were who were writing him off and he obviously proved them very wrong but but he's he's someone that that people won't know a lot about. Um, I mean, he was briefly with you in Budapest last year, um, but outside of Japan, people probably don't know um, so much about him. Um, it, what what can you tell us about him as a as a person as a swimmer? He's yeah, he's such a nice guy, um, really friendly. Um, his English uh, over the past year, he's I think when he came to us last year, he didn't speak very much English, but this year he speaks a little bit more and. It's able. You're able to kind of get to know him a little better, um, and yeah, like I said, he, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's always smiling. Uh, he's really friendly, and I agree. I think his English improved. He said he was um, doing some, um, was taking some lessons online, so it's really great. We can get to know him a little bit better than the first season, and um, I think uh, the fact that he won the skins. Um, Everyone was like singing Katsumi, Katsumi, um, and I think he he felt really included in, in the team, and um, he felt really loved as well. And I think it was um, he, he, maybe he's got more confidence as well now, so it's it's good. Well, he was, he was absolutely brilliant, and I gather you you celebrated with sushi. Yeah, sushi, uh, <laughs> sushi for Katsumi. Um, now, yeah, it was really nice. It was like all you can eat for 25 euros uh, per person. So it was uh, really good. And uh, yeah, we we spend again um, like this kind of stuff. We get to we get to know each other and uh, um, Katsumi and, and Tapi, he was there as well. And they had the translator when they couldn't really speak English and we get to know each other. We tried um, sake as well. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was good. And uh, and I was speaking to Luke actually before we started uh, about about life outside outside the swimming. It's um it's a lot lot less strict than last year. And if if Instagram's to be believed, Maria, it's all boat trips and pizza and fun. Yes, I mean um, it's not very original now to to post anything about boat trip or Capri or whatever. But I just wanted to do it as well. Uh, but yeah, it's great to 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 enjoy sometimes uh, sometime with um with the team and 
Because we had such a hard year of training uh, with, uh, of course, the Olympic year and uh, COVID restrictions as well. And just now just feel like we can just uh, go on a boat trip, go to a restaurant uh, with friends. It's really nice. It feels more, from, for, as a spectator, it feels more every year like this is really bringing swimmers together and, and people are getting to know each other in a way that they, they wouldn't otherwise have been able to do. And it's sort of outside that competition scenario where you would normally all meet up and, and you know, just sort of be there to, you know, to try and race against each other. And I know that's your, your primary purpose there, but it does seem like it's really kind of forging friendships. Is that how it feels to you guys out there? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was one of the reasons when I wanted to come back to the ISL uh, as early in the season was because just because I wanted to see my friends and I wanted to enjoy Naples with them and, of course, racing with them as well. So, um, yeah, I think uh, friendship is important. And I think this is why uh, the team is doing so well as well. It's because we are we really feel like a family. So, yeah, it's definitely important. Hi, I'm Kento Simons from the Netherlands and I'm joining the Roar for 2021. I'm excited to be part of the London Roar because I've seen a lot of videos online and heard a lot of story from Kira, who was in the London Roar. And it just seems overall a fun team to be around, fun people and for good vibes. My favorite event is the 50 freestyle. I just love the the sprint. It's just overall my favorite. Uh, I just love sprinting, butterfly too. My worst training set is, I think, uh, when I have to swim 400 meters straight, something like that. I think that's my worst, not because I can't finish it, but just because sometimes it hurts. And I'd rather do 50s or 100s, even 200s instead of 400. Outside swimming, I love to play video games, uh, hang out with friends, talk to my friends, uh, just chill, listen to music, stuff like that. The events I'm least likely to see me swim in the ISL is, I think, the breaststroke because I cannot swim breaststroke. I'm Kendall Simons and this is the London War Podcast. All right, well, we've talked about friendships and, and getting to know each other and, and bringing new people into the team. And you've got uh, a number of new members of uh, of the London Raw this year. So we want to find out how much you, you know about them already. Um, and, and those who listened to the podcast last year will know that we looked into some uh, some people who had very accomplished relatives. Uh, Emma coming in this year, she's obviously uh, Rob Woodhouse's niece. So uh, you know, another reason why why we've looked at it and our, our resident raw genealogist Katie Wilde has mm -hmm. been investigating um, the, your uh, new teammates to see whether they have any famous or or very um, accomplished relatives in their in their families so we're going to uh, we're going to play a game of our uh, our little game lion or lying and uh, you need to see if you can establish if uh, what Katie tells you is is true or if it is false and if it's true you'll get a little lion <laughs> not you get a little cat there we are so we have no expense spared this week uh, on this game but um there's three i think katie so uh, let's yep. uh, let's have the first one okay so question number one this is somebody that um marie mentioned earlier so new to london raw for 2021 
Andy Mures is known primarily for her 100 and 200 freestyle speed. But if you go back a couple of generations in the Mures family to her grandfather, you would have found one of the world's most prolific garlic farmers. Is that true or false? Uh, I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't actually met Andy yet. So. <laughs> oh, you haven't had a chance to talk to her about her, her no, garlic she, farming background? She's not here yet, so... <laughs> I, guess, uh, I guess this is true. I don't know. I'll, I'll stick with Marie. Let's go true. <laughs> you say true. Ah, oh, very good. Oh, really? One very out good. of one. So there we so are. That, so. There's something to slip into conversation early on when <laughs> she arrives. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Right, number two, please, Katie. Question number two. Raw rookie Ed Mildred isn't the first in his family to have sporting success. Not only is his dad Johnny an Ironman triathlete, but he won the Fireball Class European Sailing Championships in 2006. Is that true or false? Uh, that is true, yeah. Uh, that was Ed's <laughs> interesting fact on our team yeah. icebreaker. Oh, no. Oh, He's ru ruining our material. <laughs> well, uh, Ed's here. He can tell us. I'm Ed Mildred. My family has always been involved in water sport, not the same type of water sport. Uh, both my parents used to sail. Uh, my dad um, actually being European champion one year for sailing. So I like to think that water sport is part of my blood. There we go. Some good sporting <laughs> genes, clearly, in the Mildred family. Uh, two out of two. We're going for the full house. Luke, Marie, <laughs> Katie, come on. Last one. Okay. Are you ready? Italian Ilaria Bianchi is the first in her family to make a name for herself in the pool, but her family are better known in the cycling world. Her great-great-uncle, Eduardo Bianchi, started the prestigious brand of Bianchi bicycles in 1885, one of which was ridden by pro cyclist Simon Yates in the 2021 Tour de France. Oh, that's a tough one. What are we thinking in Naples? I, mean, I think she, she's kind of like the body type. She could do cycling. <laughs> her family as well. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. I don't know. She never mentioned it. So. Oh, which way are you going to jump? Oh, Come on, let's. Uh, let's let's say true. Okay. You're saying true. Oh, I'm afraid it's false. <laughs> I had to make something up. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> that was a lot of detail. Yeah, it was really detailed. That's why I was like... Thank you very much. <laughs> it's, the, it's the detail that gets you. All right, two out of three. That's a very creditable result. So uh, so well done. Especially uh, as you hadn't met Andy yet and you knew about her garlic farming. Mm. Very, very good. We knew it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to know if that is her interesting fact in when she introduced herself to the team but well, we will see i suspect she'll be able to find something even better <laughs> i rather suspect that's the case all right let's um let's take a few minutes and look forward to to your next match coming up in a, in a few days time you've got uh energy again uh the la current and the tokyo frog kings uh in your next match um marie you know you've raced energy once in your first match when perhaps you were just getting back into it um do you think you can, you know, reverse that result and perhaps beat them this time or, or at the very least get a lot closer? I think we can because we have beaten Kelly and this is the first time since the since 2019, I guess. That's what you said, Steve. So um, I think we can beat them and uh, especially Sarah Schostrom, she's not going to be there. So she's uh, one of... Um, 
their main strength uh, of energy standards. So I think uh, now we can really uh, be a good contender for the win in the next few days. And Luke, you've got 12 out of 12 wins for the backstroke crew so far. Um, I'm sure that's something that you'll want to keep going into this next match. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's quite an impressive record so far. And um, like I said, we just want to go from strength to strength and, and continue to improve. So hopefully that record will, will keep going. Yeah, we're really enjoying watching it so far. Does it is it something that inspires you or is it something that you feel puts you under pressure? Um, for me, I try not to think about it too much. Like, I just want to go into my race and, and focus on what I can control. Um, like, so far, it's worked out pretty well, um, certainly only from that 200 perspective. But seeing the guys like Mina and Kira and Guido and Christian, like, it's a really good backstroke group. And um, yeah, there's no reason why we can't continue that record. Um, Marie, you mentioned no Sarah Showstrom for energy this week, um, but obviously their women's team is still really strong. When you're in your team meetings, do you ever talk about the other teams or is all the focus on London Raw? I think usually it's all the focus on London Raw. Um, yeah, I don't think we really think about the, the others and their strengths and their weaknesses. I think we just try to, to be the best team as we can and win the more points. But, um no, I don't think really. I don't. We will see if uh, Steve will mention that uh, in the next few days. But I don't think he will mention it. He, I think he would just say that we got a great shot of winning the the match, and uh, yeah, we would just try our best. And uh, and you've got Steve with you with you now, Luke. Uh, on our season preview, he did promise us some some funky tactics, and uh, we've seen that a bit with with you so far in the in the medleys. We've seen Duncan doing crazy programs. What events can we expect you to be in this weekend or, or when will you find out? Or is there something that you really fancy having a go at? Um, I mean, I, I'm not sure what Steve has and Steve and Ben have planned for this weekend, or, but uh, I imagine 200 back and maybe a relay on the first day and then probably the IMs on the second day. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a possibility of a 200 IM or anything like that. Um, but I, I'd like to give kind of the fly events a go. I used to swim them as, when I was younger and uh, I think... If we can fit that into a schedule somewhere, I'd be willing to do it. Um, but I think I've just got to kind of do what's best for the team. And if I need to fill in a certain area, then I'm more than happy to do that. But at the same time, I'm more than happy to take a step back if someone else is faster than me. I think I think you need to be careful saying rash things like you're filling the fly. You'll find yourself doing 200 yeah. fly on uh, on this weekend now. A, yeah, it'd be 200 fly, 400 IM, the dirty double. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anyone would want to do that. Uh, let's be <laughs> all right well um we will wish you the best of luck for for that match we hope you can um, pull off a win um say so thank you very much for your time luke marie and uh, we'll let you get back to uh to training and what have you in naples thank you very much thanks bye bye hi i'm edward mildred from great britain and i'm joining the raw for 2021 I'm looking forward to be part of ISL to get stuck into some great fast racing at the start of the season. I'm excited to see what we can do this year. My favourite event is 100 Fly because it's fast, action-packed and great to watch and it's amazing to swim. I play golf a lot in my spare time um, and at weekends I watch F1 with my mates. Uh, 
but of course a lot of my time is taken up through swimming because it's my passion that's what I love doing. I'm Ed Mildred and this is the London Raw Podcast. That's Ed Mildred, one of the new members of the Raw for 2021, uh, who swam a very impressive relay leg uh, at the weekend uh, on the 4x1 uh, relay. Um, Katie, it was a great win for the Raw. I mean, Cali have been dominant for so long uh, and so terrific that they managed to get get the victory. Um, let's address the elephant in the room, though, uh, in relation to that. No Caleb Dressel on the second day. I mean, he's such a, a, a big weapon for, the, for Cali that it must have had an impact. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think, um, you know, in a couple of ways, firstly, obviously he is a, a brilliant swimmer and will win a lot of points for them. And I also think having someone who's so dominant like that on your team probably gives everyone else a lot of confidence. Um, so, you know, I think I think everyone in, in Cali and the other teams would have been very aware of his absence. Um, he's since announced, I think, that he's sitting the rest of the regular season out, which isn't an awful lot. Um, but um, I, th- I think they'll miss him, but they're such a strong team with a lot of depth. So, you know, it, it, I don't think it's going to cause any major upsets in the league as a whole. I mean, the margin was 51 points, I think. And, you know, you can see a scenario where he could you know, make that difference up. But I don't think it's a foregone conclusion, you know, given there were some other things that, that Cali, uh, where they dropped points. I mean, Coleman Stewart was disqualified uh, in the 100 backstroke, which was a big swing because he was under pressure from 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 Guido to, to get that win. No push that last turn too far. So, you know, London had, had Cali up against it. And, you know, they can only swim against the people who are there, obviously. Um, but yeah, it might just have made enough difference. We'll never know, will we? We will never know. But the Skins, regardless, uh, Katsumi Nakamura was the hero. I think, I think you were saying to me... Um, you no, know, before that he somehow came from nowhere with you no know, very long arms to to get in through that first first round and and then just powered on. Yeah, I think the um, the graphics are quite cool. You know, when you're watching it live and you can see where everyone's sitting in in real time. And he was fourth until about three meters out, and then suddenly these enormous arms he seemed to just sort of grow, and he managed to get his hand on the wall first, and then was to be honest pretty dominant through the other two rounds. Um, I think exactly as we've said earlier in the podcast, he's someone who a lot of us don't know. Um, and it's really cool that we're, you know, the ISL has kind of given him that chance to to be the hero for the team and hopefully increase that sort of raises profile a little bit more for the next few rounds. Well, he's a big star in Japan. So uh, it's great that the rest of the world is is seeing seeing what he can do a bit more. Um, Marie was, was quite optimistic about the Raw's chances in their next match. They've got uh, energy again. In fact, they've got energy in their next two matches. They're, they're racing them in all but one match this season. Um, Sarah Showstrom is out. She's obviously a big factor, but they bring in uh, Femke Hemskirk. It's not a bad replacement on the freestyle. And I think Florent Manady will be back for them this weekend as well. So it's a tough assignment. It is, but I think, you know, they're bringing in other people and, and so are we. I think our team is getting stronger every week. We're, not only are we actually getting extra people in which is helping us sort of take the pressure off the people who've been there from the start um but it's also i mean i think we can't really undervalue um bringing in someone who can can swim on a relay so we've got andy murez coming in who's really strong and on the 100 free and also has been a a great isl swimmer on the 200 free in previous years so um i think that'll take the pressure off perhaps some people who wouldn't normally have to swim 100 free and will will really help us in terms of our depth in the relays Um, you know, I think it's all 
very good having one relay that can win or finish in the top three. Um, but if that's at the expense of your second relay team coming eighth or risking a jackpot, then then that's a really tricky position to find ourselves in. So so that's really going to help. Um, and then hopefully we're going to get Kyle uh, Chalmers on some individuals. He looked great last weekend on the, on the few swims that he did. Um, but I'm sure Duncan Scott would like <laughs> to share his workload with someone a little bit if he can. Well, yeah, Duncan, as we mentioned earlier, had a crazy workload uh, on, on the second day of this match, 100 free, 100 IM, 200 free, 400 medley, you know, and even 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 he was struggling by the end of that. So uh, we can expect to see Kyle, I think, back in some individuals, maybe the uh, maybe the 200 free perhaps and, and take one off of Duncan on that second day. But as you say, he was rapid in those uh, in those relays and the, the mixed relay, you know, the only man on the last leg, exciting as always to see him chasing down the field. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a brilliant addition. I think somewhere where we perhaps struggle is that it's not. So you've you've mentioned the energy of bringing in Florent Manadou, um, who could be a great plus for them on the skins. I I don't think there's anyone that we're waiting for who's going to make a massive difference in terms of skins, um, which is is you know we don't have that to fall back on and that is something that i'm really noticing this year in particular is such a massive swing on points it can it can really make the match and it normally does make the match every time um so you know i think that's just something we have to keep an eye on obviously we've got a load of people who are incredible 50 swimmers it's just potentially that other teams have people who might be better um it's 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 really interesting i like the way that the league's shaking up it is now. We've obviously seen though in the skins, you know, Vinny Lanza last week and, and Katsumi Nakamura this week pulling them out where we perhaps didn't expect it. So, uh, you know, as I say, it's been very, very, very exciting. Well, we will draw things to a close now. Thank you, Katie. Um, if you want to get in touch, if there's anything you want to ask us or want us to put to the team next week, you can find me on Twitter at Poolboy or on Instagram at Poolboy UK. Uh, go to uh, poolboy.co.uk forward slash contact if you want to send an email instead. Um, until next week, though, we'll be watching avidly this weekend, hoping for a raw victory. But I'll be back next week, and thanks for listening. You've been listening to the London Raw podcast by Paul Boy. For more episodes, visit www.paulboy.co.uk slash raw.